What's up, everybody? I hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. Excited to be here. We've had some interesting conversations this morning. No, we're gonna see if we can make Mia cry on camera today. <laughs> I've already got her primed and ready to go. Like she's, we've already. <laughs> but today, we're gonna talk about six tips to develop a growth mindset. Now, one of the biggest challenges, and this is something I've racked my brain with literally for like the last year, is if I could figure out the system or a method for helping people believe in themselves and get out of their own way. I would probably be like, I, I, they would literally be the secret, secret to everything. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to call it, but it's something that's like, it's racked my brain. And so today I thought, what better than to talk about growth mindset? Uh, the idea of some things I saw a video the other day that really kind of actually became one of our six. So we're going to talk about that here coming up in just a little bit. And I hope you're ready for this because. It's going to be good. What's up, guys? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin, and I have been in the photography industry for 25 plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion, and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created the Seven Figure Photographer to share my journey to seven figures and help others find their way to. All right, so welcome everybody. So today I wanna talk about six tips for how to develop a growth mindset. Now this mindset I think is really everything. Mindset is so important in, in the game of photography and I think being an entrepreneur anywhere. And I think that because as creatives it actually makes it more challenging because I've always said that there's two types of of minds in photography or two types of personalities. You have the creative mind or creative personality, and then you have the business mind. Now, if you can find somebody that can develop or have both of those things, you have a really strong basis or foundation as a business owner or as a photographer. Now, I kind of lean more to the business side of things. I struggle with the creative side, but I do have a really strong creative side. It's just harder for me to like, what, what would it be called? Like awaken, awaken the beast, <laughs> yeah, uh, like the, the creative beast. <laughs> so like I have to have my certain things. And sometimes it's really about learning how to find the things that trigger those specific things. I think a lot more, a lot of you guys are more on that creative side and that's really where you tend to stay is on that creative side. And you almost have to learn how to awaken your, your business mindset. Uh, but yes, mindset is important. And that is like, it's literally been the thing that's been on my mind. My mindset is on my mind. What's, <laughs> what's that song body? What? Nah, never mind. I'm not, yeah, even, I'm not even going to try. Not even going to try. Cause I, I would fail. But anyway, so we're going to talk about six things. Number one is challenge your limits. Now, uh, Mia was actually put making some quotes yesterday for Facebook for seven FP and just, uh, one of them. That she came, I don't even know how I ended up seeing this. Oh, it's because you were working on them on the TV. Oh, right. And the quote came up, don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits by Tony Robbins. And how powerful that is. One of the most powerful things I think I've ever learned, and I don't know if it was from Russell Brunson or if it was from somebody else, but when you fight for your limitations, you always win. And I think that it's so powerful because all too often, you know, we do get, and this is, this is why these, 
these conversations came up this morning <laughs> and I can't bring it up because I'm nope. going to get in trouble. But we have a tendency to focus on our limits and we have a tendency to see our challenges that happen in a day-to-day -day life as those challenges are our limit, are like, they're kind of like our defining nature. Like we, we have a tendency to dwell on our challenges and I'm not talking about Mia specifically. I'm, I'm literally talking about myself, like, and a lot of other people, like we have a tendency to focus on those challenges instead of focusing on what we became from those challenges or where we became from getting through those challenges in our lives. And so I think that it's really important to, to recognize that when we challenge our limits, we're literally taking the things that stop us from doing things. We're taking like, for instance, what's a, what's a good limitation that I put on myself, Mia? That you put on yourself? Yeah. Like I, you, like other people have to see them better than I do. Don't, don't get yourself in trouble either. Here, I, we're, I'm we're trying gonna, to think. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to go over to Mia. To she's, she's trying to think of a good, uh, <laughs> a good way to, a good way to do this. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. Okay, like, let's think. Like, somebody give us one of your limitations. Amanda says, same. I'm more business mindset, and my creativity is usually triggered from being outside in nature, inside studio stuff. I got nothing. And I'm, I'm very much the same way. Like, for me, I'm all business all day long. But I love when I get to go out on shoots because that's the one time where my mind actually clears. And it's the one time where my wife gets so mad. She's like, you literally have your phone in your hand. 24 seven. So the, the reason that you don't text me back is like so frustrating. But the one time where I don't pay attention to like hardly anything else is when I'm out on a session because it's the one time where my creative mind kind of opens up. And so now that I have you on there, I'm just doing um, splits. So there we face. can go split screen. So go. have you come up with one of my limits? Um, well, I just, I no, not really, but we wanted to have like more nights to ourselves. Right. So yes. Always, so I think like playing the woman card, I think we as women put limits a lot on ourselves in the business field because we're like, oh, but we have the kids. We have to go exactly. home to the I, kids. We have I to. think that was actually one of them that I was going to. Yeah, I think we do do that. It's, and it's almost, it's an easy fallback because otherwise I have to really rearrange not only my life, but my kid's life to make what I want to happen, happen. So it just feels so much more and easy to say like, oh, well, I can't because of my kids. But and I think that like, it's okay to use that limitation with your kids because really what is life about? Life is about like raising those children, but um, it's okay to use it to a point. You can you, use it to a point. And this is funny because I know this is one that I like, I could get in so much trouble, for, in a lot of trouble for bringing this one up, but I'm, I'm not going to do it. And I think that I have to tread really, really lightly on this one because there's so many, there's so many females in our industry that have that we lose because of they have a, an incredible responsibility of being a mom yeah. and also a high demand of being a wife. Okay. And so, I, like I said, I'm treading really lightly here because I don't want to upset anybody. But at, at the same time, I think that we oftentimes create limitations because of those things and actually use them to hide behind. Yes. And it's not just women. I do it too. Men do it as well. Like we have, we just have different challenges, different limitations that we set, but I see that one a lot. And I think that what it boils down to is oftentimes just how we manage our time. And I'm not saying I'm great at that, but that becomes a challenge that we oftentimes use yeah. uh, as a limitation. Now, when we look at it, like for instance, one of, here's a great limitation. My wife, 
she would use the kid as a limitation, my son as a limitation for why things couldn't happen. For instance, we would be talking about, and this actually became a huge challenge in our relationship because she would want to go places with me. And just in the last like year and a half, we started to realize, and she was like, why don't you ever want to take me with you places? And part of it was because the one thing that always came up was what we can't just leave Rylan with anybody. We can't just leave him with family members or there's nobody to watch him. So she'd be like, yeah, I want to go do this. But then at the end she would back out because she's like, well, I don't want to leave Rylan. I don't want to like do this, which in all reality, we had plenty of, of support system to take that on and to comfortably take care of him. I, my limitation in that is my dogs. I'm more concerned about, <laughs> about my dog. My kid will, like that kid, he's like one of the cockroaches from the 30s. Like he's still alive. Like you couldn't kill him with, the, with a nuke. But I love him. He's, he's not a cockroach. I feel the same about my kids. <laughs> but, but that's exactly my point. Like she created that limitation to the point where I stopped asking her to go with me on trips and I stopped inviting her on trips because like that was a limitation that she gave me and it turned me so like I was so frustrated and partly because then it became my responsibility to find the, the way to make it work. Yeah. And so it became, it was just such a, such a, such a challenge. It was, it was such a fight on a regular basis. Now, obviously he's gotten older and I think she's found that like, whatever, like, He's like, there's, there's only so much we can do to ruin his life now. So like we've, sure. we've probably already put all those, all those <laughs> things there, but, but guys, look at, you look at your challenges, the things that happen in your life and look at them as an opportunity to say, okay, here's like, it, it wasn't that bad. Life wasn't that bad. Like, let's, can, can we talk about one of your bad situations? Sure. <laughs> You're buying me lunch though, just so you know. <laughs> well, I buy you lunch every day. <laughs> so I'm um, letting you off easy. For, for instance, I hope I don't I hope I don't get in trouble for this one. <laughs> We're um, see where it goes. Do you remember the day you got the phone call from the police department? Oh my gosh. Can I bring this one up? <laughs> yeah, you can okay. bring that one up. Okay, so, so oh. <laughs> Mia got a call from the police department and her daughter had gotten caught shoplifting. Now <laughs> I think everybody goes through this. My kid I went through the same thing with my kid, actually like a couple yeah. years before he went to Walmart with a kid that was older than him. And the kid was literally going to Walmart two days a week. I'm making this one about mine now. Um, oh, okay, he would wow. go to Walmart two days a week and he would stuff stuff in his bag and he'd walk out the door and he would sell it at school for like discounted price. Not my kid, the kid that like took my kid to Walmart. And I was like, dude, like perfect example to teach your son that like you get in trouble, like guilt by association. I got arrested right. for that one time in my life. And so like, but back to you and your situation, like yeah. the thing was, is that like when you first got that call, like the world stopped. Yeah. I was crushed. Yeah. But, but it was like, honestly, like it was kind of a good learning experience. It was. Yeah. And like, but it's also a good learning experience for you too. So yeah. like, but like at the time that challenge was like, it may have like became one of your limitations, but obviously we found, well, you found your ways to work around that. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, it is. And I could still hold on to it. Like technically she's not allowed in Walmart yeah. until she's 18. And, and you may set the limitation that you're not going to let her go to the store by herself, but like instead 
you can challenge that right. and say, you know, we're going to give I'm, you another yeah, I am opportunity. I'm going to give you another chance. Another chance. Yeah. Prove it. So anyway, so that's that's number one. I probably... That wasn't so bad. That, was, that wasn't no, so bad. No, we're Okay. Good. So let's talk number two. Number two is seek approval only from yourself. Now, this one, I'm actually a terrible culprit of this. I, and I think you are too, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I am yeah. too. I'm very... This is probably my big one. So the point here is that on a daily basis, don't look for others' approval. Because honestly, I think what happens is people are too self-absorbed and worried about their own approval that people have a tendency to miss that boat. Yesterday, I had an interview. And I was talking about the Five Love Languages book. And this is one of those things that, like, I, like for me, my love language is acts of service. So... My wife does pretty good about it. She knows like all she has to do is cook, make me cookies and it like I feel loved. Mia kind of lives in that world. Uh, <laughs> she like everything she does is like serves me. And so she, she does a good job of that. But Mia, on the other hand, hers is words well, of affirmation. Yeah. Words of affirmation. You can, you can share it there. Yeah. But like hands down words of What's affirmation. That? So yeah, words of affirmation, telling her she did a good job. Yep. And my my way of telling people that they did a good job was <laughs> was taking her to lunch every day, like Which things, I'm learning. I'm learning things things like that. But that doesn't mean that just because that's my way, it doesn't mean that it fills her bucket. Or with my wife, her thing is quality time. Like she could take me shopping at Costco for well, or shopping at Albertsons for groceries. Walmart. Not everybody knows Albertsons. Whatever. I don't go a to grocery store, a grocery store. And that's her, that's like her love language. Like if I went shopping with her and I just spent that time with her, or if Annie always talks about this, like if I scheduled the time to just spend with her, that would, that would fulfill her love language for me. That drives me bonkers. My time is like my time. Like, don't demand my time. I was laughing because uh, this happens to us all the time. She'll let me know that I'm sucking at being a good husband. And she'll be like, take me, job, take Michelle. me out on a date. And so I'll take her on a date, but then I'll be on my phone. And she's like, I was laughing because I saw a TikTok the other day and this guy, I don't know if I sent it to you. I was uh -uh. dying and she was dying about it. And it was this, this guy. Oh yeah, summed up in 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this guy had a wig on and he says, he, he's his wife and he's like, he's like me 30 seconds or, or 10 seconds after my wife gets off, uh, off of her phone. And she's like, could you not pay more attention to me and get off your own phone? And so like, and that's like my life in 30 seconds. Like that's my wife is always like, can you just pay attention to me? And so anyway, she deserves it. I suck at it. That's one of my, that's one of my, my challenges. It's not a limitation. It's a challenge. Uh, but I think that but you can as, make it, you can turn it into a limitation by saying like, I can't show you love that way because that's not how I receive it. Like, but then that's, that's just me being a cop out. But that's what, that's what letting your, Lim that's what limitations well yes i could into. make it a limitations obviously yeah. we're not trying to make limitations no, but in that's this what situation. I'm saying. that's how that would happen exactly but yes you're right i could make it a limitation but the goal here is to recognize limitations and challenge them but i think uh for creatives we have a tendency like as photographers like we are the epitome of people seeking approval from others like we post pictures on social media because i mean i guess mm -hmm. everybody like our world has become with social media has become seeking approval 
from other people, which is really bizarre because honestly, like when you think about it, like the things that we're constantly in our children are constantly seeking approval yet we should be the ones giving that, um, that approval to them or, and I think that it's okay to have like the right person or have a mentor that is that you seek approval from. But ultimately I think that you need to focus and make sure that you aren't looking for other people's approval. You're developing your own style and you are happy. You learn to find happiness within your own style. But when you can, when you can learn to be happy with what you have, and you know me, I go through this crap all the time. Like I, like I don't like, and I, and I do, I'm like, this is one of those things. This is probably one of the biggest things that holds me back in the mindset game is needing approval from other people. Like, mm-hmm. but I, my approval comes in a lot of different ways. Like for me, helping other people in their businesses, like just that feeling of being needed. That's like my approval. That's my approval thing. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. What are, what are some of the things that you seek approval from? Oh, and you're already laughing. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just, wow. I'm putting you on the, I'm putting you on the spot. And, um, and I know you're going to hate me for it. <laughs> well, I think it, it always depends on where you are in life. But I think for me right now, I, I feel like I've poured my life into raising good kids. And so like how they are out in public, like that's one of the things I, I need to know that people think they're good people because then that reflects on me and my parenting ability that my husband and I like worked on and all that kind of stuff approve I want approval for everything (laughs) this is probably not a good one for me (laughs) which which in a lot of in a lot of aspects it is we were just talking about you are in kind of a unique spot because yeah like you you don't have a whole lot so I'm really I'm I, I can't take on the responsibility but I fall short because I I should be the one person that gives you the most approval because (laughs) I'm there. But like, if you're looking for approval from your kids. Yeah. I, well, that's never going to happen. Is it my boys? That's not true. No, I know. We'll get to the, not yet. Because I don't get approval yet. My son, my son does like sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, Sometimes. like sometimes he'll say things to me that'll just like, they really just tear me up. Like, like in a good way, like he'll, say like I'm proud of you dad or something like that and like I never thought that like it would mean so much to have your kids Kids say say something like that well I think it for me it's more I need more approvals than I get the negative like I need a better balance and so I think that's why I seek for the approvals because maybe I recognize the negatives too much just like send you daggers through my eyes. We were talking about that one earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, for me, it's a balance. Like, or even when we post a picture, like sometimes I get frustrated when we post a picture on Instagram that we're totally in love with. And it's like. Flops. Yeah. And then we post a picture that's like, eh, whatever. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's the greatest thing ever. And we're like, really? Like, no, that wasn't. Like that person was amazing. But this picture over here, <laughs> this is the yeah. one. Like things like that, I get frustrated with business-wise. Just not getting i kind of hate it when you like pictures that i don't like i know we get really angry with each other about that like in a good no i guess not angry is not a good word but like annoyed but like you always like pictures that i don't and you don't like the pictures i do or or and 
not this shouldn't be weird, but like like seniors that I think are like absolutely yeah. gorgeous, and you're like, I don't <laughs> yeah, like. They're I don't okay. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody so. has different taste. <laughs> yeah, Mia. <laughs> Mia likes. I do not. You're so <laughs> mean. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't. I can't say anything. No, we about can't that. do anything. Get, We've been in trouble. Okay, so number three is, and this is probably one of my favorite ones, because. I, like I talk a lot about failures and how, you know, the road to success is paved in failures. And so number three is look to your failures for learning experiences. Look at each one of like the failures you have. And oftentimes I think sometimes I become like, it's kind of like with sales sessions. It used to be that when I'd have like a $2,500 sales session, we would like, we'd go out to the most expensive restaurant in town. We'd celebrate. It cost us, you know, 150, almost $200. And we were like on top of the world. Now, when I go home and I've had a 25 or even a 40 or like a $4,000 sale. You get grumpy. I've sometimes gone home and like, I won't say anything. Like, it's just like, it's not, it's not as exciting to me, I guess. Cause it's become, that sounds really arrogant. It's. But, well, but it happened with Brianna too. Like when yeah, we were moving her from her. yeah from stage one, she was like, "Oh my gosh, I just did this," and she'd tell us her thing. And then the next day, "Oh my she gosh, to, I just did this and this and this." She used to send me a picture of yeah. every one of her sales. Like and now we get nothing, and now she doesn't send me anything. No, but that was like the thing. Michelle would be like, she'd be like, "So how'd that sale go?" And I'd be like, "It's all right." Like, and she's like, "Well, how much was it?" Oh, it was like thirty eight hundred dollars. And she'd be <laughs> like, "Like, are you kidding me? Do you remember a time when you used to get like?" so excited about $3,800 and I'm like, yeah, and like I get it. But so I guess my point and why I'm like comparing this is because when you do start to like have lots of little failures, but you recognize them as just stepping stones in the, in the road to success, like you don't dwell on those failures as much. But when you can take like I can't tell you how many people and I'm going to switch to you and I together here I can't tell you how many people in the world I've heard say I tried IPS I failed at it I'm never going to I'm never doing that again like one time and like that's mind-boggling to me because that like the whole point literally every sale I have in there is a failure there's some sort of failure in it and I've had so many great failures in the sales room that's why I have done so well in sales for myself is because I look at every single one of them. I literally treat my sales like, like game day football tape. Like the <laughs> coach is like, I, I have a whole setup to where, and I don't do it all the time, but I have a whole setup and I, I have a spiel I give my clients. I'm like, Hey, you know, just for purposes of, of learning and education, I like to record my sales sessions and I love to like go look at that game tape and look at it and say, okay, what did I do wrong here? I love to just sit and think, okay, what did I do wrong in that sales session? Like what, what could I have done better? Where did I miss the point? Where did I like, where did I fail there? Because, and I think probably I focused so much on that for so many years. I should probably focus on some other things because there's some other things I could get better at. But I think that you, there's a lot of strength in being able to look at your failures and instead of, and I'm a real firm believer that it's only a failure when you don't try again. Yeah. When you don't get up, brush yourself off and try again, that's when it's a failure. Otherwise it's just education. I like that. <laughs> really? 
So learn from your failures, find your failures and look at them, but write them down. Like, don't be afraid to, in fact, this is a good, we should do this on the group, like write down a failure, like go in and post a failure and then list out five or 10 things that like you gained from that experience. Okay. And I'll come up with some because I've got lots of them. I've <laughs> failed a lot of times, but I think that it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. When you focus on something or when you dwell on something, that's what you start to see more of. Yeah. When you have, when you focus on successes, it's the whole affirmation thing. Like, it and is. I, I really, I I've always thought that was such a gooky thing, but the more <laughs> my hippiness is rubbing off. Well, that was not your hippiness. That's just, I'm just saying. I just have like, to take credit for some. Okay. We got some, that's mine for sure. Tim. Number two is a big one for me. Words of affirmation is my love language. That's good. So we just need to tell Tim. Good job. Good job, Tim. <laughs> good job, Tim. Okay. And then let's see. Amanda says acts of service are definitely mine. See, that's great. Like mine is acts of service. Like, and it doesn't take a lot. Like, honestly, like my wife, like I said, my wife making me food, obviously I'm a fluffy guy. So like, <laughs> I love food, but like little things like that, those are the things that mean the world to me. And then let's see, Tim says the best weight we can ever lose is the weight of other people's opinions of us. That's really strong. That's a great one. Oh, you already said that's a great mm -hmm. quote. Okay. She's already up on it. I guess I just need to move <laughs> on. Okay. Start using the word yet. <laughs> the idea behind this one is that not that you can't do something, but you just haven't accomplished it yet. Um, don't say no. Don't tell yourself you can't do things. Don't work in absolutes. Do, yeah. Don't work in absolutes. It's not a matter of you're, you're not successful. You're just not successful yet. And realistically, that's a terrible word to use because honestly, like success is so subjective yeah on so many levels because like what i consider success for myself is already like how do i say this what i consider success for myself is so much further than what i had already hoped to accomplish years ago does that make sense yeah so the things that like if i looked at my life right now 10 years ago I would like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even believed that I could have gotten to where I got like, but let's just say I went beyond what my goals were, but yet now I still have created newer, higher goals that I haven't achieved, but I never took the time to reward myself for the goals that I did achieve. So start using the word yet. Basically, don't ever close it. Don't work in absolutes. I like it better that. Like that's probably a better way to look at it. Yeah. This one's a this one's a loose one for me. I, I need to need to develop it a little bit more, but I liked this one. You liked this one? Yeah. Okay, I did. then talk speak speak to it, well, Mia. Go for it. It's not this what is I mean. <laughs> I'm not so ready share, yet. share your thoughts on it. You're you're on the screen now. You're on the camera. Just you. <laughs> I just like the fact like I feel like I've learned to give myself grace over time and like maybe it's because my kids are kicking my butt or whatever it is but at the end of each day I, I like kind of when you sit down and you talk about like the gratitude journal stuff like yeah. I can sit down and I can be like you know what my dishes were like I left the house this morning and my dishes my like the sink was full of dishes and that 
irritates the crap out of me. But at the same time, I spent some time just snuggling with my boys last night in between leaving work and having another business meeting and trying to do like all these things. So I think for me, just recognizing that like I'm not there yet, but I got these things accomplished. And tomorrow I'm going to try and fit it in again. And the next day I'm going to try and fit it in again. And if I keep going and building those habits, then eventually I'm going to get, like you're saying, to where I want to be. And then I need to reevaluate and where do I need to go next? So I think right. that not so you using the didn't get the, the dishes done yet. Yeah, I didn't get them done yet. But I am going to get home and we're going to need them for dinner. So they're going to get done before dinner, right? Like it's just exactly. one of those things. Sometimes we need to give ourselves a little slack. And when we do things like I never have a clean kitchen, and nobody ever wants to come to my house because I don't have comfortable seats. And that's not okay, no, I'm just, kinda, no, I'm just kinda, it is kind of true. Not my really seats, hard benches I, for yeah, her. we made benches out of wood. They're hard. They hurt my butt. But <laughs> they hurt my butt. <laughs> but I'm working on that. Like I'm not there yet. I don't have comfy chairs yet. But that is a goal on my list, right? Like you can use it. I think someone's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I think just that, like not working in absolutes as far as your mindset goes that because it, it, it is a limiting thing. You shut yourself down when you say, I will never be good enough. You just, I'm not good enough yet or I'm not there yet. I think there's a difference Which, between those two. Like that's so, I'm not good enough yet. Um, <laughs> you don't like that? No, no, no. It's actually really powerful. And it does take me to like, actually, I'm going to switch to this, this screen. It does take me into my fifth one which is reward yourself for the things that you have accomplished or reward yourself for the, the things that you do, like even the little things you accomplish. So yeah. if you set a goal, reward yourself. That way what happens is when you have set goals or have things in your life that you're working towards, like I was just saying, I have this problem because like today when I was driving to work, I was like, I need to learn how to just be happy with what I've got. And maybe it's not so much that it's just that I haven't rewarded myself properly for the accomplishments that I've had, because what happens is then we have this, this constantly growing goal that we're never reaching. And so like, again, in my mind, the thing that's gone through my mind is that I've like, I still haven't arrived yet. I still haven't reached my goal, but in all reality, I've like blown my goals out of the water, but I've never really celebrated those wins to close that out before I started a new journey yeah. or a new goal. And I think that what, what happens is that then we just constantly live in this mindset or this feeling of I'll never be good enough. I'll never be good enough. Yeah, so complete it. Like Yeah, complete complete. But reward yourself. Reward yourself yeah, for that. the accomplishments that you have made. Right. Set your set your goals and they don't even like it doesn't have to be like the big goals. It can be reward yourself for the little things too. Like maybe it's like right now we have twenty five leads a week, which <laughs> which we failed. <laughs> we failed at last week. But it, it's not like it's not a bizarrely out of this world lead goal. No, but after last week, I was like, man, we, we sucked. Like, but at the same time, it's also driving me to push for this week to get more and we're still sucking. Well, and, but like we had five leads, but we also had two bookings. So I guess yeah. it lead to a booking right away. So, like, 
you just change the way you look at it. Yeah, change change perspective. But again, we you know once we do hit that goal, because we will, we haven't yeah. hit it yet. We haven't hit it yet. Uh, but once we do hit that goal, then we need to reward ourselves. So or or the goals on our on our scorecard or I'll our. I'll start KPI thinking sheet. of rewards. That huh? that works. Well, for rewards for me. You get too many <laughs> rewards already. Yeah, like here's a lunch for you. Go to Florida. Like whatever. Yeah, you you're spoiled. Okay, last but not least, how are we doing on time? We're we're killing it. We've been yeah. bugging everybody for too long. A little bit. A little bit. They're still here. They're here. That's all that matters, right? Yep. Okay, so number six, and this one, this one's really hard. <laughs> but I heard this in a video the other day. And it rocked my world. Go a week without complaining. Yeah. And I thought about it. I started to think when I wrote it down, I was like, well, but what happens when you've accomplished it? Like, then, then what do I do? Do I set my goal for another, another week or what? And I was like, man, like, I don't know. I don't know if I could go like, and I don't like, I don't think of myself as a complaining person, but when I, when I do start to really like, dial in i do complain about a lot of stuff like i complain about my kid complaining i complain about my kid playing too many video games i complain about my my clothes not being washed i complain about not hitting my goals or i complain about not doing things there's a lot i complain about and and i think that the inner dialogue is just as important as the outward dialogue like we need to not complain and i think if you can go a week without complaining, you might be able to start a habit, A, number one. But if you can do it for a week, then do it for another week. What, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you think you could go a whole week without complaining? Yeah, you're on camera, by the way. Yeah, because my kids will be with my husband next week, so I should be good. <laughs> I don't believe that, because you always, like, what do your kids do when they're with your husband? They call me and complain. And then what do like, you do? I, go, I complain to you. Yes, I could do it, though. Like, uh, I mean... I think there's a difference, too. I mean, there, there is... I think there's a difference, and you might think I'm wrong, but when you complain no matter where you are or no matter who you're with, like, there are certain people I will complain to more often than others because I feel like I'm in a safe place with them or I feel like they should be the, my closest friends, right? But if I'm in a group... Like, oh, great example. So we went, when, remember when we went to dinner? Michelle did so good. Like, this guy at dinner comes behind us. Oh. And no joke, you guys, like, he's got this plate full of drinks. And, like, they were colorful. They're not like water. And they ended up all over poor Michelle. Like, all down her back. She just got this total shower. And this guy was mortified. And we could have, we, I mean, we could have complained, right? Like, our group has complained before about water, like tasting funny. So we could have gone into that like system of complaining big time, but we didn't. We kind of like, encouraged them. So I think like things like that were like I can complain one on one, but as a group setting or in a large thing, I could easily not complain for a week. But it would be hard for me to not come to someone that I'm coming to like as a confident and being like, dude, my day sucks. Like, that's what would be hard for me. But out in public, I think I'd be really good. But I think there's a difference between those but two. But I think, but, but that's my challenge. Like, I don't, could, yeah, I don't could know. you go a week without, like, even complaining? Because, because. Oh, be like, careful. What if, <laughs> what if, like, 
Have you ever have you ever heard the the whole saying like when you when you try to better yourself you have a tendency to lose all your friends? Mm-hmm. And so if like your friend is trying to better themselves or not complain and you come to them complaining, yeah, that would not be fair. At what point do you get rid of the complainer? <laughs> like, not, in, not until Friday, if that's your question. Not, <laughs> and then but my, she'll be back my on Monday. My point is, is like you... Right. You, um, do, you do absorb what you are surrounded with. <clears throat> yeah. And, and so, so if you're trying to get like, rid of that. Can you... But I mean, I don't think it's fair if you're, if you're like just complaining on the inside. Like you're like, oh, I freaking hate my life. I think that it's a perspective thing. And I think that it's a... But it might turn to that point. Some people might still have to complain on the inside to get there. Again, that yet. Well, yeah, part. it's not going to be, but you're not going to be able to do it tomorrow. Like, you're not yeah. going to be able to start and do it. But if you started tomorrow or, or right now and you were like, okay, I'm not going to complain for a week. And you start to hear yourself, your inner dialogue say, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I can't complain. Or, oh my gosh, my kid just got um, stole underwear from Walmart. Stole underwear from Walmart. Like, like you can turn it into a positive and you can actually be like, you can be excited about it for the fact that like, Hey, this sucks, but like, we're going to learn some great things from this. We're going to learn some examples yeah. and it's going to probably challenge me, but I'm going to challenge my limits or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like those are things. And that I think it could be like profoundly powerful what you do with it. If you really did try, like I've, I've oftentimes wanted to put a big sign in the office that no negativity zone. And it's hard because like you tell a person that they're negative and they're like, I'm not negative. Like, but don't point your fingers. I wasn't pointing my fingers at you, but like, Oh, cause I did. Cause you did that. This I did morning. that this morning. <laughs> you jerk. I didn't tell you. I, that wasn't quite like that. No, it wasn't but quite my, like my that. point is like, maybe it's not that they're negative. Maybe they're just complaining <laughs> and it creates a negative vibe yeah i feel that often like that negativity that because you don't you feel almost uncomfortable with it yeah, yeah. but maybe it's just a, maybe it's just limit or eliminating the complaints like if you could like if you think about it if you eliminated complaint like if you know if you never complained about anything ever again don't you think that you would be a positive like generally positive individual yeah so so let's just not complain. Okay. Challenge on. Amanda says she's in. She says, oh, snap, that's a hard one. Mine is more inside my head, but this is good. I'm but totally yeah, but if you can, it. the only person you can challenge is yourself. Yeah. So like, I, she's gonna I mean, it. we can be accountability partners and I can be like, dude, you're complaining. I'm totally <laughs> going to, I'm going to be like, you're complaining. Okay. I'm going to do it too then. Shut your mouth. You're complaining. <laughs> uh, but, but like we can use it as an opportunity to say, oh, frick, I'm, I'm already complaining. Like, right. how can I see the positive? How can I be responsible for this situation? And so then if at that point you're like, okay, I'm like in my head, I'm complaining, but I'm going to turn this around and I'm going to see the positives. I'm going to see the, the value in what's going on. And there's a lot of things to complain about, like gas prices. You know, I did the math yesterday. Oh gosh. I just totally went off on a tangent. I was like, how much Diet Coke do I drink in a day? Like a lot. Sometimes I was drinking like, so how many ounces to a gallon 110 128 sure right we'll go with it there was times where i was drinking 52 ounce cups three times a day oh my gosh or four times a day sometimes wow so 
I did the math on it, like a 12 pack of Diet Coke, 11 cans, roughly 11 cans makes a gallon. And it's like six bucks a 12 pack. So the cost of per gallon of Diet Coke is a lot more than gas, but we're complaining about gas prices, which gas prices do suck. I just but complained. You just complained. Shoot. Um, <laughs> Sam's out. I win. <laughs> but, but like seeing the positives in it, like maybe Amanda just called you out too. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some positives. What are the, what are the positives in the situation? Maybe our country will learn to be more self-sufficient. Or maybe I'll walk with my kids to the park again. I miss walking to the park. Right? Like, in, I told, you get someone in the habit of just driving everywhere. I told Michelle so. we could get a horse and carriage. And we, could, <gasps> we could start doing our senior sessions in horse and carriage. Dude, that would be fun. I could get my goat now because no, there no should goat. be a reason no the goat. goat can take the kids around. The goat could carry my like, only if basket it, to only the Only if it's fainting store. goats. We could do fainting goats. Fainting goats? I won't complain. <laughs> we can do fainting goats. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there, there you have it. Those are our six. I'm going to go back through them real quick and hopefully I don't mess it up. Challenge your limits. Don't limit your challenges. Challenge your limits. Gosh, I love that. Like I, I, it, there's something, there's something in there that I just really want to say, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to keep I'm going to say it. So, uh, <laughs> seek approval only from yourself. Nobody else. Don't, don't seek approval in other people. Don't compare yourselves to others. That's like, I think, would that kind of generally fall in the same? Yeah. Don't seek approval and don't compare. Well, maybe not. Look to your failures for a learning opportunity. Write them down. Like write down your failures and then write down like the five to 10 different things that were positives that were non-complaints about them. The post is, is up in the group so they can go do that. Th now. Is it bad? Like if we're looking at our failures, is that complaining? No. Okay, good. That's learning. Um, start using the word yet. So, so I may not have gotten it done yet. Yet. I haven't, I haven't reached the success that I want yet. Yep. I haven't, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> Reward yourself for your accomplishments and victories. Don't make sure. And I think this is really like, if you've looked up anywhere in mindset and stuff like that, rewarding yourself for your goals that you've set is like one of those things that is so powerful in goal setting, setting milestones and then rewarding yourself for those milestones or those accomplishments. And then the last, the hardest go a week without complaining. We're going to do it. We're going to. So when, you, when you mess it up, Monday, <laughs> when you mess it up, do you restart right then? Sure. Or do you, just say last week was a great effort. And I'm not there yet. And I'm not there yet. <laughs> and we're going to reward ourselves for getting most of the way there. <laughs> but don't go a week without complaining. Make it positive. And I think, that like, honestly, if you could go, if you can make an honest effort at not complaining about things, I think you would be, you would completely change your, your positive mindset you would go from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. That's six tips to develop an, a growth mindset. It'll help you in your business if you can look at those things. I know it's kind of a vague ordeal, but I'm just going to go one wheel everywhere. Yeah. That's actually kind of Dude, a we should get idea. you a one wheel. Dude, we could all get one wheels or we could get, 
What are those? The scooters? The segways. No, like the segways, the people movers. Yeah. We could just get like six of those and we'll be like, okay, we're going out on a shoot now. <laughs> and, like follow like, the leader. With all their clothes in it. Like, Except for Mia would hit a rock and like face plant. And what? Then we'd be in trouble. I'd be holding the lights and the clothes. Oh, like, yeah. Think about this. This would not okay, work you better well not for do me. That. <laughs> we need a four four wheel one or four <gasps> wheel. buggy. Like the dune. A chariot. Oh, so they, they still. We'll just put you in a, an electric wheelchair. Oh, yeah. That, like, that's... we could even attach the light onto it. You can just move <laughs> I around. I want the flag. I want the flag off the back. The, fl- <laughs> the bright oh, orange dear. flag. This is going to go fall. <laughs> okay, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. It's actually sunny outside right now, and I'm like, why are we inside? Because it's sunny, but it's like, what, 20 degrees? Is it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's cold outside? Oh, my gosh. That's not cool. My water was frozen when I got in the car again this morning. Well, at least it didn't break. <laughs> it says it's 37 degrees. It's like shorts weather. It is almost shorts weather. <laughs> okay. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I had fun hanging out with you. And I guess. That's it. Peace, peace out, out, Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. <laughs>